You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, here we go. It's the Michael Papinchak Show. I'm Michael Papinchak. Welcome to the show. This is show 111, I believe. I haven't done a show in quite some time, but we are back here on the air on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. And I, walking to my podcast studio, I banged my finger off of something, and now it is bleeding profusely. Um, and I just noticed as we were starting the show, and I don't know how I did that, but man, I just banged my finger. So I have my Zevia Cola here. I'm trying to get away from aspartame, which is in all diet sodas. Apparently, it's actually poison, so I've thought maybe it's time to switch it up, and I do eat keto, and I was reading one of my keto books, and it said to uh, drink Zevia, which is um, sweetened with the stevia leaf extract. Um, I have to say, I'm, guys, God damn it, I should have got myself a Band-Aid. Woo, it hurts. Um, it, it has a funky taste, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I have the cola, the cherry cola. I bought the caffeine-free cola for nighttime. And I also got the Mountain Dew version. Now, obviously, these aren't called... It's not called Mountain Dew. It's called... Uh, I don't even know what they call it. Steve, Mountain Mountain Stevia or, I, or Mountain... I'm not even sure, but it's their, it's their Mountain Dew derivative. And, uh, oh, man, that one I like because it tastes like Mountain Dew. The cola tastes nothing like Coke or Pepsi. Um, but again, I'm addicted to soda or pop, as we call it here where I'm from. I'm addicted to Diet Pepsi specifically, and I'm trying to not... I, I'm probably mostly aspartame at this point. I think my body thrives off of aspartame and lives off of this stuff. And um, I'm probably going to go into some kind of horrible withdrawals, headaches, fatigue, I'm probably going to feel like I have COVID. And, um, but um, speaking of COVID, uh, so it, w- where I live, we just had a somewhat snowstorm. Um, this was not the snowstorm of the century by any means. I have been in much worse snowstorms here in southwestern Pennsylvania. However, people went insane. So I'm at the grocery store. Now, I don't watch the news which is probably not good for someone who has a podcast because I should probably talk about current affairs. But I don't like watching the news. It's a big downer. It's all negative. I don't like it, okay? It's the fake news, okay? It's the fake news. It's going to be fake. I just don't like it. So um, I'm just going to the grocery store because I need to get a prescription and uh, I need eggs, you know, the, the, the typical stuff. And I'm walking, and I'm thinking, what? It, it, this was this is like worse than like Christmas, you know, when people are prepping for for uh, holiday meals. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what is going on here? And I knew the Steelers were in a playoff game, but I'm like, we're gonna lose. Um, we have no business there. And I'm thinking, this can't be for the Steeler game. So I'm texting a friend of mine, and and uh, actually, she was telling me that she was in the in the grocery store. And it was it was worse than the holidays. And I was like, yeah, that's weird because I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, what is going on? And I'm walking past, you know, you have the, you have the meat and everything, the steak, the pork, and there is not one package of chicken, not one, not a chicken breast, not a thigh, nothing. Wings, you name it, 
Shit, nothing. And I was like, what is happening? And my friend goes, there's a snowstorm coming. And I look at my phone, I'm like, yeah, I guess it is. So I was actually in line because I just needed a couple things. I ended up turning around and getting more eggs and more things than I needed. Um, you know, some uh, meat, or well, not not chicken apparently, some steak or something, uh, just, in, just in case. And I, I was lucky that um, I had just received a big order from Omaha Steaks. Every so often, Omaha Steaks sends me these flyers where it's like, you know, get our most popular meats for $129.99, and we're going to throw in 16 free Omaha Steak Burgers. Omaha Steaks. Okay, so I decided to get some of this meat because I, I eat keto, so I need a lot of protein. And the website wasn't working, so I called in. Now, this is a big mistake. I don't like confrontation, okay? I don't like um, being disagreeable. Um, uh, and I'm a very nice guy. And I'm also rather gullible. So this guy's like, you know, thank you so much for um, ordering the butcher's top sellers. That will be $20 in shipping. Um, now, th- your order does qualify you for eight more chicken breasts, and it already comes with four. And I was like, well, you know, I do eat a lot of chicken. So, and he goes, oh, and you get free shipping. And I was like, you know, I really don't need it. But you know what? I do eat a lot of chicken. So why not? I'll get free shipping. And instead of paying, you know, uh, 50 bucks for these chicken breasts, I'm only going to pay 30. It was some kind of deal. And then he goes, that's great. You know, you also qualify for eight more pork chops and, and this package comes with four so I'm gonna need eight more and like instead of 50 bucks for those pork chops it'll be 30 or something and I was like well I mean I I guess it's like well now you qualify for lasagna I'm like listen dude I'm lactose intolerant which is true I can't eat lasagna and I I had to put my foot down because I felt like I was gonna qualify for about ten thousand dollars worth of meat from this guy just to get free shipping so I said throw in the pork throw in the chicken forget the lasagna here's my credit card and i'm hanging up so i just by chance got a big order of meat from omaha steaks i'm at the store there's not one piece of chicken in the entire store unless you get i guess frozen there was probably some chicken tenders but i don't eat that because they're like breaded so i don't even go over there and um my friends tell me there's a big storm coming everyone's going nuts right i luckily have a freezer full of meat just by divine providence right and I kind of hunker down, get ready for the storm. Guys, guys, this is southwestern Pennsylvania. We get snow. We get lots of snow. Like every winter, almost without fail. It was nothing. We got a foot of snow. whoop de doo I was in a snowstorm once, which was called Snowmageddon. I think it was back in 09. There was so much snow, we didn't have power, I think, for a week. And our cars were completely covered in snow. It took me two days to dig our cars out. Now that is something to buy all the chicken for. I mean, it's, it was ridiculous. And I think, I was talking to my, to my brother, and I think that people are just so just on edge because of COVID. The entire country, maybe the world, the entire country's baseline anxiety is no longer a two or a three. It's not like a five or six. So on a normal day, people are already 
Where's my mask? Do I need a mask? Do I need a booster? Is the vaccine good? Is the vaccine bad? What's Fauci saying this day? What's what's Biden saying that day? You know, where's Trump? I want him back on Twitter. We're all going crazy. We don't know what's going on. Are kids in school? Are they not in school? Is it going to be Zoom? Is it going to be in person? Do they have to wear a mask or not wear a mask? Pittsburgh gets, oh, we're going to have about 12 inches of snow and you can't even buy a pack of chicken. It's insane. Didn't lose my power. The next day you were able to go and get whatever you needed. People were acting like they were calling for a debilitating snowstorm. A snowstorm to end all snowstorms. And I don't understand. I think I think people are going nuts. Uh, the news, I don't watch the news, but they probably, you know, for ratings or whatever, jazzed it way up. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. But to see no chicken, like that was wild. That was really, really wild. And, oh man, my finger. Oh, that freaking hurts. But yeah, so I, um, I haven't been doing my podcast because I've been having issues with my um, equipment and there have been all these electrical disturbances and squealing sounds and I could not figure it out. So my younger brother, who's a bit of a genius, he said, you just got to start turning knobs, you know, unhook everything except what you actually need. So I took his advice there and I only was using my mic, my headphones, and that's it. I unplugged everything else. The squeal was still there. And then I just happened to turn a knob a quarter turn beyond where it was. And the squealing kind of like went away. And then Larry was like, we'll turn it all the way up. And then it was pretty much gone. So I hope if you're listening to this, that you're not hearing this squeal. And I was like, I can't, I can't have, you know, a show you know, I, I, like I can't do the show and have people listening to a squeal for an hour. That's going to be annoying. So I don't really have much to say. I just, now that the squeal is gone, I thought I'm going to record something, see how it sounds, and, you know, maybe try to get the show back going. Um, Again, I don't watch the news, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, I know Biden's a complete disaster, which we all knew. Like, I think I have a higher approval rating with, you know, with the nation than he does. And no one even knows who the hell I am. You know what I mean? Blah. Man, this Zevia. Yeah. It's like it's got this, uh, this weird, like, I don't know. It's like it's like a metallic. I'm not really sure how to describe it, but... Um, Man, maybe my body is just telling me, Mike, where's the aspartame? We need the aspartame. We we need the poison to st- to to stay alive. We need it to stay alive. But anyway, all right. Well, I just wanted to come on quick and uh, and I'm I'm slowly but surely getting my Christmas stuff down after the holidays. I uh, I ran out of tissue paper to wrap the ornaments in, so I have been. Uh, put on hold here. I can't continue until the tissue paper comes because I like to wrap the ornaments so they don't move around and, and break. And um, the tree is still up. It's still lit. Um, I did get my snow blower out and I did some snow blowing, which I absolutely love to do. Now I have, I have, <laughs> my snow blower plugs in. Okay. 
So I have two very long heavy-duty extension cords. I plug in the snowblower, and I'm snowblowing my driveway. And I look behind me, and there's just like the a, like a ball of wires and like where the two extension cords come together, just like in the snow. And I'm thinking, how is this safe? Snow is just frozen water. These this these uh, extension cords are in in the snow, so effectively getting wet. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I mean, I, I guess if it if it was unsafe, they couldn't sell it, right? And I guess you have to have the right extension cords. I mean, the thing works and all, but I just feel like I anyway. My point is, don't get a plug-in. Um, snowblower. I was watching my neighbor. His is electric. They have gas-powered ones. Um, the cord is really annoying. Um, it's like, you know, when you trip over your vacuum cleaner cord. Like, it's just, imagine that, but in the snow with a snowblower. And then the wind is going, so the snow is shooting out and coming back into my face. Total mess. Um, but I did get something really cool from QVC. You know me. I buy everything on QVC. Is I got a windshield cover and side mirror covers for my car. So when I cleaned off my car, my windshield was completely clean and my mirrors were completely clean because they had covers on them. Go grab that in a snow broom. You have to have a snow broom. Also off QVC, it's called the Snow Joe. If you don't know what a snow broom is, it's the I discovered them when I was selling cars. So I'm thinking, how? So my first winter selling cars. Like, okay, tomorrow we're going to be cleaning off all the cars, and I'm thinking it's going to take all day because I'm just used to you know the scraper with the with the brush that you have in your back seat, right, or in your trunk. No, they have these snow brooms. So imagine a broomstick with this like styrofoam rectangle type thing on the end and you just push the snow off and it doesn't scratch the car. And it is the greatest thing that I've ever purchased. And the other end does have a scraper. Some do, some don't. The ones at the dealership didn't because we had like 30 of them. These ones off of QVC, you only need one. So they can be a little more fancy. And that plus the thing that covers the windshield, I mean, unbelievable. You know, actually... I think I might have gotten the snow blower. Did I get that off of QVC as well? I might have. I think I got that off QVC also. I totally did. I totally did. I think that snow blower would work if you don't have a lot to do. You just plug it in and go. But I have a big driveway. Now, no, when I bought it, I, I had this 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 big driveway. I guess when I saw it on QVC, you know, they make everything look so easy to use. You know. So I thought, you know, that's going to work. I don't need to go. Like I was at Ace um, Ace Hardware looking at the big electric ones and the big batteries. And, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I need. Because all I need is a path for the Amazon guy. Let's be honest. That's what we're all shoveling for, right? We're not shoveling for ourselves. We're shoveling and snowblowing so Amazon can get us our, all the shit that we order. Same with QVC as well. I have some Amazon stuff coming tomorrow. I got um, the the, uh, the uh, tissue paper and chicken skins. So pork rinds is a very popular keto snack, and I have pork rinds. And I discovered another keto snack, fried chicken skins. And I'm very excited um, to try those. Those are going to be coming tomorrow.
But, um, but yeah, and then I was like, oh, man, you know, I have all this Star Wars toys. I thought, oh, it'd be so cool to get some, like, cool, like, AT-AT or AT-AT. I, call it, I think it's AT-AT, but I call it an AT-AT. I, I just, I've always called it that. No one's ever said any different, so that's, how, that's what I call it. So I have this, this you know, toy AT-AT, and I was going to take it out in the snow and try to get some cool pictures of it, and I dropped it, and it just fell right into the snow, and I was like, God damn it. But actually, once I got into my laundry room to dry off, I realized how cool the snow looked. And I was like, oh, you should have taken it back out and gotten pictures. But I was worried about ruining the uh, toy by, by, by getting, it, by getting it, it wet. So I brought it in to clean it up and dry it off. And maybe, maybe later I'll get some Hoth photos. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, snow broom, covers for your windshield and your side mirrors. Snow blower, all off QVC. I've gotten so much stuff off QVC. A wearable blanket. Guys, guys. You know your life has really hit a low when you walk around your house wearing a wearable, Sherpa-lined, I'm going to repeat that, Sherpa-lined blanket. I, I put this thing on. And I'm like, this basically represents my entire life. A wearable Sherpa-lined blanket. And then my younger sister said, Mike, don't you have a Sherpa-lined comforter of that same blue color? And I said, yes, I do. I'm basically wearing my bed all day. And I was like, this is your life now. This... This is where we are. That's how you know. God, maybe I should join a gym. Maybe I should, like, leave the house. No, you got your wearable blanket. And that's just where I am. That's where I've, that's <laughs> where I've decided to be. I'm at a stage in my life, and I don't think there's any um, return. I think once you, once you succumb to the wearable blanket, I think that's pretty much... That's the litmus test or whatever. That that's how you know. That, that's how you know where you are. You look in the mirror. You go. You're wearing a blanket, a wearable blanket. You're in bed basically all day, under your Sherpa-lined comforter. Oh boy. Wow. But I got that off QVC. It's comfortable. It's called the Comfy, C O M, Comfy C O M F Y. It's the original, the original wearable blanket. I highly recommend them. But just know that once you put it on, there you might not be coming back. You you might you might never leave the house again, go to the gym again. They do deliver groceries now, which I should do. But if I but if I stopped going to the grocery store, if I only used grocery delivery, I don't think I'd ever leave the house. I don't leave. I don't go anywhere. I I mean, going to the grocery store is like, well, I'm going to shower today and put on pants and I'm not going to wear the wearable blanket there. I'm going to put on real clothes. And Kona's like, we're going to leave the house. And she goes, that's my, that's my little dog. And she goes nuts. Though I did take her to the dog park the other day because the mud was frozen. The dog park's a disaster this time of year. But I did take her the other day because I thought, you know, the mud's going to be frozen. 
and she had the time of her life. She just loves it. Now there isn't it. Excuse me. There is an indoor dog park. Um, but Kona. Yeah, here's the. I have a thing for it. For Christmas, someone got me like a, a gift card, or like a free pass or something. And however, Kona's due for, you know, Bordetella or something. And when you sign up on their website, you have to list all of their vaccinations. And so, well, she's going to the vet next month. So um, after she's got all of her vaccinations up to date, then I will take her up there to the indoor dog park. It's a little pricey. It was like 90 bucks a month for one dog. And I'm like, that's, you know, I, I think to make that worth it, you'd have to go at least four times a week. Um, it's not super close to me, but it's also not far. It's not conveniently close, but, you know, I, I could maybe do that, get her there four times a week. Um, uh, you know what I was thinking about? The first thing Kona does when she goes to the dog park is she goes to the bathroom. Like, one and two. So, like, how do they deal? I'm sure they figured this out. It's like, if I take Kona there, yeah, but then again, though, she's going to be indoors. So she might not equate going there with being outside, thus going to the bathroom. That just popped into my head. See why I do the podcast? It helps me think things through as I'm talking. It, see, when she's indoors, she doesn't go to the bathroom. Well, that's an indoor dog park. So even though it looks like fake grass, it isn't grass. She's not outside. So she actually might not go. Wow. Thanks, guys, for helping me solve that, that, that dilemma that's been keeping me up at night. What do they do if a dog pees on their fake grass? Poop you can just pick up. Pee, however, is a little different. Not as easy to do. Also, I'm so disappointed. I have a friend who spent Christmas in Norway. I think she is, in fact, Norwegian in some way, but is American or French. I'm not really sure. Um, she's an opera singer, a friend of mine. Um, but I know she has family there and is from there. And it her Christmas on social media looked like Frozen, like the movie Frozen. Like, I'm pretty sure at like one point she was being pulled like in a sleigh. Like, it didn't look like a real place. It looked like she spent Christmas at like a Disney like Norway park. And it was like I was like who are you? It was unbelievable. But she has a little dog like me and she had a little snowsuit on her dog. And I was like I need this for my dog. So she told me what the company was, found it online, ordered it, didn't realize it was coming from Norway. It's a company in Norway. Now they have an American website with uh, you know, dollars, you know, everything's in U.S. dollars. So I thought maybe it was, you know, a U.S. company. I don't know. But it's actually, it actually came from Norway. It's a little, little like snowsuit thing. Covers her whole body. So not just like a little jacket, but like a whole thing. I thought this is so cool because Kona's from Puerto Rico. She's a little short hair, you know, island dog. And she doesn't like the snow and doesn't like the cold. However, Kona hates wearing anything but her collar. She hates wearing jackets, hates wearing sweaters, hates it, hates it. But I thought since this zips is around her legs and everything, she won't be able to get it off anyway. Nope. As soon as I get it on her, she pulls her back legs out of each leg, is hopping around like a little penguin, and then falls on her back like a turtle. 
and is just laying there with her legs all up in this thing. And I was like so disappointed because this thing came all the way from Norway. It wasn't cheap and I really liked it. And so my friend said, maybe try a smaller size. Now, I mean, I followed their, their chart, you know, what is the length of her back? And then you pick small, medium and the length of her back fell into the range of the medium and everything I buy cone is usually the medium. So at some point when I feel like it, I'm going to call them up and say, hey, can I? But she, she did get a dirty. I took her outside. I put it back on her and pulled up the legs a little bit. I took her outside. The first thing she did was roll around in the, in, in the grass because it hadn't snowed yet. Pulled her legs out of it and got it all filthy. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just order a small and see. But it's sad. I, I, I buy these things for her for her own well-being and she just is like I don't care if it's negative 20 I'm not wearing a freaking jacket I'm just not doing it ah, she's just a free spirit you know she's a little nudist doesn't like to wear anything you know I, I'm just trying to keep her alive folks you know what I mean but yeah Kona loves the dog park she loves people I take her for walks because the dog park's a mess and she just says hi to every single person and just wants belly rubs and pets and just wants love and is so friendly. She is the sweetest dog. You know, this was my sister's dog, and now um, I have her. It's a whole story, and uh, um, I guess the podcast is a place to tell those kind of stories. But my sister was moving, and I was watching her, and then COVID hit. I'm still watching her. We just decided that I would keep her. And um, I got to say, guys, she's just like I, – I wouldn't normally have a dog. Um, I like them, but I don't really do pets. Um, I kind of like to be free. Like I, I, I want to be able to just like, no, I, like, I don't know. Oh God, I've been out all day. And then someone says, let's go to dinner. And it's like, well, no, I got to go home first and feed my dog and let her out. And like, I just like kind of being, you know, do what I want and not have to worry about anything else. But guys, if you don't have a dog, I know a lot of you guys have cats. It's not the same, but she is just the sweetest. The unconditional love that you get from a dog is so wonderful. She sleeps in bed with me and we cuddle. And you know, then in the morning, she'll like lay on my belly to wake me up. And, you know, she stretches. And it's just like, she's just the best. You got to get a dog. And I got her great and a great. So I didn't get her as like a puppy. So I got her as like a fully formed dog. So I didn't have to like train her or anything. It was just, it was a great way for me to have a dog. Because I don't want to train a dog. I don't want to have to wake up at 3 in the morning to let a dog out. I don't want to have to clean up messes. You know, I don't want a dog peeing everywhere. Like, I, I don't, like, I'm just, like, not into it. You know, I don't want to deal with it. So this was the best way for me to get a dog because I, I didn't have to do any of that. She was already trained. And she's a street dog. She's a wild animal. She's a street dog from Puerto Rico. So she's very smart because she's, like, every breed of dog. Genes are really far apart. She's not, like, inbred and dumb. She's a very smart dog, and she's super adaptable. Like, she adapted living with me in an instant, and then I moved, didn't have the doggy door um, anymore. Now, you know, now we don't have it. We had it before. Now we don't, and just, like, understood, okay, there's no doggy door, so if I need to go out, I just have to stand, and he'll, he'll eventually let me out. Like, I don't understand it. Like, she's just so adaptable. She just knew right away, oh, I'm not going to pee on the floor. This is obviously where I, where I go out. There's no doggy door anymore. So I'll just stand here until he is like, lets me out. And then I'll just hold it until then. And I, I hang out. It's, the, it's in the kitchen. And I'm always in there on my computer and cooking and stuff. So I definitely see her. 
I see her sitting there. So it, it's just a great, it's just great. It's fantastic. She's real. I don't know where she's probably in my bed on my uh, Sherpa comforter. Guys, Sherpa's the greatest. I don't even know what it is or what it's supposed. It's I mean, it's not a real, not it's not, it's not real fur. So it's like faux Sherpa or whatever. But it's just so warm and so comfortable. And I got, I got a couple Sherpa blankets off of QVC from Berkshire. Um, they're phenomenally warm, totally great. Basically, like I want like my car to be lined in Sherpa. Like I just want, I want to get a suit that's like lined in Sherpa, like Sherpa underwear. I mean, let's just, just get it all, you know, just like all of it. Let's, let's just start. Let, I'm just going to start like a clothing line. That's just all Sherpa. Hey, do you know what's something cool um, I did the, the other week? So a friend of mine, we're going to walk um, my dog, um, but it was too cold. So she's like, you want to go candle making? And I've actually been dabbling in my own candle making. So I got a couple scented candles over the Christmas season. And after they ran out, I was like, you know what? I want to buy wax, buy all the stuff and make my own candles instead of going out and buying more because I liked it. I liked having scented candles. I'm like, this is really nice. The house smells good. You know, it's like festive. It's a, a, it's a you know, a pine or apple cider, or, you know, Christmas tree kind of candle scent. And so I got it. So I've been trying it out, and it's not as easy as it looks. And and I was like, oh, this would be great. So we went, and it's a really cool thing. It's over in Lawrenceville, if you're in the Pittsburgh area. It's called uh, Mix Candle Company, I'm pretty sure. And... um. Right on, right on Butler Street, and you go in, and they have a wall of scents. So everything from lavender to fresh linen, they even have cannabis. And, uh, you know, the ones that I used were bourbon. So I made bourbon, bacon, and maple syrup. So that was like a bourbon um, or a bacon old-fashioned. That's what I called it. So bacon, bourbon, and maple syrup. Then I wanted to do like a Christmassy pine scent. So I got... Some I don't remember if it was Christmas tree or Christmas wreath or winter wreath. One of the pine scents. Frankincense. And she recommended adding eucalyptus. And it is the 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 eucalyptus opens up that pine. And the frankincense just gives it that little kick. And I called that candle Christmas pine because of the frankincense. And I absolutely was like, this is so cool. So you pick out the scents, then you pick out the actual container that you want the, the candle to be in. And then they have like a keg of hot wax. And she just, the, they call them uh, mixologists because you pick out the scents you like and then she kind of puts them together and coaches you on what the best, best combination is going to be. Usually two or three uh, scents per um, candle. And she just opens this tap and this just wax comes out. And then you have a jigger that you like make cocktails with and you, and you, and you have the oils and you make the scent. Like you put it all together. You decide, okay, I'm going to put in some bacon and then some bourbon and a little bit of maple syrup. Then you smell it. Okay. I need a little bit more bourbon and then you smell it. Okay. A little bit more bacon, you know, and then, then you top off the jigger, then you pour it into the melted wax, mix it up. And then an hour and a half later, you come back and you have your candle. So her and I went to lunch on Butler Street. It was such a cool experience. A really unique, cool, different thing to do. 
Um, I highly recommend it. Go candle making. It was great. And I'm, I need to buy more wax because once these candles are all the way down, I want to refill them. And I want to actually that, that, that bacon old fashioned candle is phenomenal. And I'm probably going to start selling it because I think I'm just going to start my own candle company because I absolutely adore that candle. It is such a great man scent. Um, I don't, I think men don't, don't use candles enough. I think, you know, you should have your house smell good. And I just love it. I just love it. I love it smelling good. Well, guys, I'm tired. I've been talking for a half hour now. So you guys are probably sick of hearing me. So I think I am going to get going. So I am definitely going to try to get this show back on the road. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. I'm going to get Jason back in here, maybe some other co-hosts, some blasts from the past. And then and TMPS will be on its way back. Go to TMPS podcast.com that is the podcast's website you can find us on facebook uh the michael pinchak show i think that's what it's under but just type it in and, and you'll find it so guys thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time